0: episode 20 of our podcast. I'm Alex, one half of The Sober Experiment.
1: And I'm Lisa, the other half.
0: Oh, I you? I'm so happy to see your face!
1: <laughs> oh, I was actually looking at your smiley face then thinking, are you going to talk? Are you just going to keep smiling? <laughs> this, is, this is audio, should we say What? I don't like it. I don't like
0: not being able to see... You. <laughs> Oh, I've quite enjoyed the rest of it. Well, screw you then, I'll see you another time, I'm off.
1: You can't yet, we've got a cracking interview coming up. I'm excited for today's, are you? Yeah, I really am excited for today's. So, um, are we going to introduce now, or might as well tell everybody you were going to be interviewing now? You've mentioned it. I didn't well, know. otherwise it's like a top secret. In it. <laughs> like you've got to wait and see. So, give you three guesses. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to do it like this. I'm not even going to say say who it is. Right. So we met this lady. <laughs> oh,
0: you've already narrowed it down to
1: fifty percent. <laughs> oh, Yeah. <laughs> But, um, yeah, we met her at one of our friends' first sober birthday parties, didn't we? We did, and she's a singer, she's a singer, songwriter, yeah, she is a singer, songwriter. She recently
0: went to Vegas,
1: I think. This is is shit. This will be the worst introduction she's ever had. Shall we just say who it is? It's Lucy Spraggan and we're well excited. Yay! Yay! (laughs) You know, we've been waiting for this for ages because um, for numerous reasons we've had to kind of postpone it and it, it might have taken a global pandemic to get her onto our show. But we've finally done it. Here she is. Hey. Hi, Lucy. Hello. How are you? Hi. You all right? I'm good. How are you? I'm doing all right, actually. I've been walking the dog. Um, There's just me and Olivia at home. Bethany moved into her new place, like, just before the lockdown. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And Ben's been at his girlfriend's, so it's just been me, Olivia, the dog, cat, fish um olivia's routine is horrific i'm not a good teacher so i've not been doing all this homeschooling that i've seen so much about on facebook <laughs> um but yeah i'm doing all right actually i know people are struggling today i can tell up from social media that today people seem to be a little bit more down and thinking i think the reality is setting in a little bit what yeah, do you I'd think?
0: I think so. What about you, Lucy? How are you coping? Because obviously you're... Whenever we see you on Instagram, you're always out and about. You must just feel like a caged animal. Uh, uh, Yeah,
2: I am. Well, I am out and about a lot, like, in general. And it's actually been quite nice to just stop. Yeah. Yeah. My brain doesn't let me have a choice to whether or not I'm out and about. I'm just, like, always... I'm I'm an extrovert and, like, I... Spend a lot of time with people all the time, and so I don't really have a choice. So to to kind of be taken back a notch, that's been really interesting. But for 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 now, it's it's all right. Um, and and like you say, I I run a lot. So as long as all those knobs out there
0: that <laughs>
2: uh, that keep going out for no reason, s- stop doing that then everyone will be able to exercise still. But there are some countries at the moment where you
0: can't even leave for that now.
1: I dread I to even think. I a
0: friend in France and she was saying literally they're, they're lucky they've got a balcony because you're not even allowed out your front door unless it's to walk the dog or go to the shop. That's it. Yeah, my friend's in New
2: York. You can't, you, that's it too, you know. It's just... And we've got a choice and people aren't... People are going to get that taken away from us, I think. Oh, we go, well,
0: not joking but we have tried to make light of it on occasion haven't we you said that Boris has grounded us and things like that but it's it,
2: it's mental really because some people just don't get the uh, the full like the gravity of the situation it's like it's it's huge and to to even put yourself at that risk is huge to go out do you know what I mean
0: yeah it is
1: definitely
2: and, and it's w- it's selfish. Culturally, as well. we think we're uh, invincible,
0: don't we? We think we're we think we're well ad. We, we do. <laughs> we do think we're well ad. But I think it's human nature because you always think with anything. You know, you'll be the three. You'll be one of the three in four, or you'll be one of the the lucky ones. You don't ever see risk associated with yourself till it happens to you. I think. Yeah, yeah, that's very true. But yeah, I'm but, doing all right anyway.
2: Sorry. I'm doing all right anyway. I'm keeping fit.
0: Well, that's good. That's good. And what about your music? Because that was like reaching a real pinnacle just prior to this. I mean, you'd been to Vegas and Australia.
2: Yeah. I was my Australian tour just got cancelled. It's it yeah. supposed to be this month, this month. But as soon as this stuff sort of started rearing its head, I knew that that was going to be out of the question. So that wasn't too much of a, a big thing. Like, luckily, my a uh, UK tour is later on in the year because you know to shut a tour that size down would be you know I've seen people having to do it it's it's a nightmare but um festival season is is dead um but but like you it's just a thing it's just what what's you know I'm releasing an album this year so it just means more time writing that um yeah so you are if, just switching your activities to make it Got oh, yeah, I'm still, do, I'm still not not doing anything. I can't do that.
0: Yeah. We've, we've said we're trying to fix the nets at the moment, are we, Lisa?
1: Yeah, I think it's um, a really good time to do that. For a lot of people, and it doesn't matter really what business you're in, it's a good time, you know, like they used to say, the fishermen when there were no fish, they'd spend the time fixing the nets. So we've been kind of using that and I got that off my mum, that analogy. I love that analogy. (laughs) (laughs) But, But it's true. So, yeah, we've been fixing our nets and doing all the things that you wouldn't have normally done. And I've just really, I know it might change, but I've kind of, I'm a bit like you, Lucy, I've enjoyed just, being just stopping for a while and you know there's nothing we can do at this moment about this situation so just learning to be I think sure. that's it's advice really, for
0: me Lucy I know well, it, learning to be because really, I'm a nightmare I hate it I absolutely I just feel suffocated I feel trapped I hate it I can I flip-flop between but most of the
2: time I feel good so Something that it's really, I'm an Amazon Prime whore. Like, I'm so bad for it all the time. <laughs> so Oh, bad. I'll get this and bam. And I, and I just do it. And now, because I'm really conscious of, you know, the, these delivery drivers are working their asses off. Yeah. And they're delivering things that people need. And I have this like, uh, instinctive, oh yeah, I'll just go on there. And I, I, I'm like being so much more conscious about, I don't need that. Or, you know, morrison's and aldi and all the websites the online delivery stuff um that's just ramped you can't get can't get anything delivered my local butcher who i went to a couple of weeks before this all kicked off he just he delivers within 48 hours and it's local and uh, i know it is and it's um it
1: it's like really changed a lot for me actually already it's it's nice, isn't it? I think that I've been using like the local veg shops and things. It's kind of going back in time, but with all the luxuries of still being in twenty twenty.
0: Mm. Yeah, let's yeah, so forget this blackout that everyone's on about.
1: <laughs> no, don't say that. What's that?
0: <laughs> Conspiracy theory about um, a blackout that might happen on internet. Oh, what? Because
1: all the bandwidth is gone. Oh, I don't know I can't watch any more conspiracy theories I've sent myself crazy (laughs) I've just had to stop you know what I do want to talk to you about Lucy though and especially at the obviously we want to talk about this anyway but being sober at this time I saw on your Instagram post the other day is it like are you eight months sober now which is amazing well done thank you so how are you feeling about being sober right now? Uh, it's uh, there's not one point
2: where I'm like oh I'm gonna have a beer I like that that's just I can't I can't imagine the thing (laughs) that I've got rid of with me is this like constant anxiety that I had Mm -hmm. that I've always had because I've always drunk since I was like 12 yeah throughout my entire life I've been plagued by this Anxiety that I just thought was part of me, part of my personality, part of my functioning brain. And uh, when I stopped drinking, I was like, oh, oh. And all I can think about is, like, waking up hungover to this every day.
1: Yeah. Like, no, I couldn't. It'd be a nightmare, wouldn't it? it
2: it? It would be Groundhog Day and you're not in control of your emotions and I would I just wouldn't be able to do I know I wouldn't be able to deal with it and there are times where you're like oh because I was playing I played my I got a new HDMI cable for my PS4 today because I used to play on my <laughs> PlayStation and I used to sit and drink whiskey and play on my PlayStation and you know there's those things that you do yeah where you you do something and you go oh well no no I don't want to do that but like yeah that would be good you know i I have those moments, and obviously, you know when you're bored, yeah, the best cure for boredom that was ever invented is alcohol yeah it's certainly. boring <laughs> yeah, and it's the reason most people drink, they don't know it, but it's the reason most people drink because stuff is so boring <laughs> <laughs> like a party that you go to, if it's boring, you'll know, have a few drinks and it gets fun. Well, fun.
0: Yeah,
1: yeah. But if
2: you go to a party that's mint, you don't have to be drunk. You can just be like, this party's
1: mint. At what point did do you think you realise that, Lucy, from stopping drinking? Because I know when you are drinking, it's just natural, isn't it? Like you said, from the age of being twelve, it's what we we did it, didn't we, Alex? Exactly yeah. the same. So at what point did you think you know what? This part is genuinely just a bit shit, and I don't need to drink to make it fun. Or this part is meant. When was that? You did you realise? I
2: well, like I was such like booze culture. Like I was in it, in it. I'm like, <laughs> I bought a camper van, and I love my camper van. I go fishing in it, I stay in it, and stuff. But I realised that I bought a camper van so I could go places and stay there because I was pissed. Yeah. It didn't matter yeah. where I went. I love my van, but that's how I spent a fortune on that, and that was what that was for. And, and I bet you didn't realise at the time at no, all, did you? I was thinking about it the other day, and I thought, uh, oh yeah, it's just so I could go to a pub and sleep in a car park rather comfortably. <laughs> um, not like in a lonely way, but just you know, like stay stay wherever and not feel enclosed in somebody else's house, but. I I I went out on this rampage. My life had got to a very strange like meeting point of itself and I uh, I was drinking like every day, not waking up and drinking, just being like I'll have a beer take the edge off. Yeah. And then I came home from a festival and I went straight out to this um festival like as a punter that's actually in my backfield. It's a big one. And I I got so wasted trying to make it fun I got absolutely smashed trying to make it fun and instead I got so smashed that I made it awful for myself and there was so much going on in my life that I I was all just a nightmare complete nightmare smashed the bloody television and like woke up that morning and I was like this is stupid I'm not doing this anymore and that was the twenty seventh. 20,
0: 28th of July.
1: Really? is
0: that like your deciding point then? So from that point, you didn't have another one? No. Yeah. I woke up and I was
2: just like, can I swear? Yeah. Yeah. I was like, <laughs> fuck this shit. <laughs> <laughs> I'm fucking done.
0: <laughs> were you like, you, you said you was drinking a lot. Were you an everyday drinker then? Or were you a binge drinker? Or At that point, I was drinking... Every day, but in a
2: well, probably not even every day, but the its it was festival season, so it's like midsummer that yeah. means doing two or three festivals every weekend mm. with probably two travel days and then so that means like four days of being with my band we got a rider it's got beer on it, it's got whiskey on it uh you'll be up in the middle of nowhere in Scotland, so you go to a pub um. And then when when I was in America, because I was on tour for like 13 months. Yeah. Wow. And I was just it was like America, UK, America, Europe, UK, and then it was and then festival season. And I, I've always been a binge drinker. So like get absolutely ratted. Yeah. Um, but I was definitely using alcohol as a not even a coping mechanism. It was so that I could be that horrible person that I was being at the time without caring.
0: Yeah. So I was just being Was it to numb out your feelings then?
2: Oh looking looking back on it now, yeah, it was to enable me to be a different person that didn't care. Right. Because I was in such a like a horrible headspace. I just kept having to stop thinking, have a beer, take the edge off. And it, like even one bit, I'd start panicking. Oh God! what, I've started started thinking again. Go and have a drink. So are you done now? Is that it? You won't go back. You you've stopped drinking. I, as, in my mind, yeah. Like there might be one day when I wake up the same way that I did back then, yeah, and go right. I'm going to drink again. But for 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 my, for the life of me and for my foreseeable, I can't imagine that, especially with fitness.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And what
2: fitness does for me. And um Yeah, people always assume that like if you're into fitness and you're sober that you're probably quite boring but
0: I'm definitely not. No, you're not boring <laughs> and we can vouch for that because we've been out with you. You're definitely not boring.
1: <laughs> you do think that though. People do think that. Um Everywhere, you know, when I first stopped drinking, or oh, and I'm I'm weird, me, because I love telling people that I don't drink. I'm like the proudest sober person in the land, right? So I can't wait for people to mention alcohol so I can say, oh, I don't drink. And I don't know why. I don't know why I do it. Me and Siobhan
2: have a-, a joke about that, that, like, you get in a taxi and he's like, where are you going? And you're like, oh, can I go to the
0: train station? I'm actually sober. So... Uh- <laughs> What is it about that? Because I do it as well, like, you know, find an opportunity. The other day I went into my corner shop when it wasn't the other day because I've been isolating for two weeks. So just before the full lockdown, when everybody was sort of panic buying, and i have gone into the corner shop for some toilet rolls because he told us there's no shortage of toilet rolls. We were like, get your toilet rolls. (laughs) On my way out, I spotted four Heineken Zeros in his fridge and I thought I'll have them because I'm not going to be going out now. I'll get them. So I picked them up, went to the counter and I was like shoving them in his face, you know, like, oh, hey, here's my Heineken Zeros. And he went, <laughs> I was dead pissed off then he went, you do know there's no alcohol in them, don't you? And I was like, oh, yes, I do. And I thought to myself, well, in fact, I didn't just think it. I got home and I said to my husband, do you know, he just warned me that there's no alcohol in this room? Surely you should be saying to people who buy like Heineken Normal there's alcohol in
2: that, and it's just <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You do you do know this stuff might make you into a raging knobhead, don't you? <laughs> yeah, yeah. this should have it's warnings, warning. Me.
0: It. It's warning me, it's warning me. You do know that this is. You might as well be drinking water, here, love. <laughs> yeah, we're I think the reason it. that
2: you you tell people is because you want them to ask. Because I yeah. know this people don't like hearing this either, but um, you you often feel really enlightened and really privileged to be sober I think yeah so when you you like you like tell people you're sober and they ask you questions about it and you're trying yeah it's a bit like a like a religion you stand with leaflets in the high street like (laughs) "Uh, hello I'm sober hello hello
0: I'm sober
1: it is I think it's just you get so many benefits don't you so what what have you enjoyed about being sober then so far I think um the mental clarity happened from my
2: first month I had physical withdrawal from alcohol yeah which I didn't know at the time I was just like is this what being sober feels like (laughs) because if it is I'm not doing it my skin was like I just felt horrible I felt it was it was awful it was awful I couldn't even have somebody sit next to me or touch me it was just like really so intense and all these feelings that was that was the hardest thing was I started feeling things yeah and I was like um what is this and what am I supposed to do with this because here someone has a baby it's gonna have a drink or somebody dies oh it's gonna have a drink or like oh I feel really happy today I'm gonna have a drink yeah. I feel really sad. I'm going to have a drink. So instead of being sad, we have a drink. And yeah. instead of even being happy, we have a drink. Yeah. So I started feeling happy and I was like, what the fuck do I, what, <laughs> like, what is this? Yeah. And, and 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 that was really hard. But then I started really loving that and being like, like, you can enjoy things or you can feel saddened by things but it's actually a massive privilege to be able to feel in that capacity I think
0: yeah it is and it's very different isn't it it's a really because I'm the same as you and, and we talk about this a lot Lisa now now you really feel the feels we say you feel the feels yeah. it's like it can be incredibly painful but it can also be incredibly rewarding depending on what end but you know what I'm actually starting to end this sounds sadistic. I don't enjoy being unhappy. That's not true, but I'm enjoying <laughs> not does. being happy because now I know the difference between what real happiness is and what real sadness is. Whereas before, I think I was pretty flat all the time. Yeah. Well, do you yeah. belly laugh now? Do you, do you properly yeah. laugh? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like I was
2: belly laughing on the phone to my mate earlier. Like, I laugh all the time. Yeah. And, and I'm not, I'm not afraid to say it either. I'm funnier. And <laughs> I make people laugh more because I was used to think I was well funny. But I just used to like throw myself downstairs to make people laugh, which I'd probably still do now actually, but I'm smarter and I'm faster and I'm more thoughtful. So then the stuff that I say is it, it correlates better with, with the conversation and I don't know. Yeah,
1: it's like you can keep up a bit, isn't it? Yeah. And taking interesting and people. I found, sorry, Lucy, I found that I just find people a little bit more interesting. And I'm not as afraid if I don't find somebody interesting to kind of move away from them and think, you know what, We're, they're just not my type of person. You told me I was Whereas, today. No, I didn't. You took that the wrong way, Alex, and <laughs> we'll discuss that later. <laughs> She was mourning. She was mourning, and then she said, "I'm going to stop mourning now." So I was like, "Good," because it's getting really boring.
2: I I do think that actually, that truthfulness is a vibe, isn't it? Like, good. It's a good thing.
1: Yeah, yeah. I think that's actually something that I found that I was just not just become more truthful, but what would you say, like stronger? Yeah, like you know, with my opinions, I'd always hide them before, and I'd be like. I was a people pleaser, I think. And yeah. since stopping drinking, I don't know whether you think found this on it, I'm kind of like more honest about, yeah, I didn't really like that you said that or that what you just said upset me a little bit. Whereas I wouldn't have done that before. I'd have got mad inside and then I'd have drank about it and then I'd have slagged her off to <laughs> Yeah, I do think that is a thing. I really do. And I think the reason
2: that that is a thing is because I've gone from being the person who's like, Aah! I still talk all the time and write chatterbox. I don't shut up. But I also get give more people more time to speak because I'm not like just oblivious. Yeah. And then, so you have more time to assess what somebody has said. So the reason that you're more truthful is because you, you actually are listening, which you never did before because I would always yeah. just be Aah! waiting for my turn to talk. <laughs> so then, because you've heard what you, you've actually heard them and you're you you like process stuff and then you're like huh that sort of pissed me off a bit actually that you said that I didn't really like that where I would, have been like, eh, I would have been a
0: dickhead somewhere not not listening
1: yeah that is so true
0: it is true I've never thought of it like that before that is really true because I'm the same I've always been in the conversation and just like Saying what I want instead of listening to other people, aren't I? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't say yeah,
1: then. I was like, no, no. She's
0: like, I, I don't know. I <laughs> don't ask me. <laughs> Can what? I? Ask oh, come Practical. On. Yeah. Like a few of my friends and me i'm am f- not musical like you musical but i am fairly musical and i do a lot of certainly singing around the house my singing voice has improved tenfold since stopping drinking now as a professional please tell me that's not just me and that you felt that so
2: i've had i i had to get private healthcare because of the issues that i was having with my throat um at ENT is no you no so yeah. yeah my uh Mr. Goswami the doctor <laughs> looked down my throat and said your voice box and the top of your throat is like a cobbled street he said it it's just indented it's damaged badly mm-hmm. um he, he said it's red raw and that's from acid reflux so You've got acid hitting the back of your throat all the time, so you need to work out what it is that that's doing that to you. So, me being me, I was like, "It's uh, it's spicy food, <laughs> <laughs> it's cheese, it's all this stuff, it's gluten," um, and uh, I was taking the maprazol, which is linked to bloody brain issues, like pantaprazol, I think it was called, and all. It's linked to like early dementia these drugs for for this stuff that I was like trying to sort out and then I stopped drinking and uh, I don't get voice fatigue I did a 36 date tour went sober and
1: didn't
2: have a single normally I'm on voice rest every single day before I play this show and then afterwards but then afterwards I'd be getting smashed Uh, and so yeah, I, I was I was blown away. I was I was I had better pitch, better control, to the point where people were saying, you know, what's changed?
0: And it was the fact that I don't drink. So yes. I'm so glad that I've actually had that
1: confirmed from somebody who knows the stuff, Lisa, because I've been <laughs> saying it to you for ages, haven't I? Yeah, you have. To be yeah. fair, I think mine's improved a little bit. Olivia said it was quite good when we harmonised the other night. <laughs> 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 I love that you're <laughs> in quarantine harmonies. <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> All the things we're doing to entertain ourselves. I want to ask you, so I could ask you loads of questions, actually, Lucy. Um, these two things I want to talk about. Don't be so greedy, take your turns. I know, I don't know which one to ask first. I'm going to ask you firstly about Song Be Your Fear. Yeah. yeah I've, I've actually heard your songs because my 14-year-old Olivia is, like, a massive fan. She's upstairs. She can't believe I'm talking to you, but she's too shy uh-huh. to even say hello anyway. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, you know, when you wrote the song, Be Afear," Fear, like, yeah. that song says, I played it to my mum in the office, you know, I was like, you've got to hear this song because it says everything. Did it click to you at that point what alcohol was actually doing? No. It's mad, isn't it? And the <laughs> irony, the irony
2: of being sober. <laughs> and like, I'm going to have to play that song for the rest of my life. Probably. Yeah, you are. <laughs> and the, the irony. I, mean, I look at it in such a different way. Like that was the fourth most watched video in the world in Wow. Yeah. And looking, looking at that now, what I was saying The reason that people loved it is because everybody relates to it. Yeah, yeah. And it's like, how many of us are
1: like, kind of ruining our lives? (laughs) We just don't have that switch. Yeah, that's the thing. It's like you said. We think it's funny, don't we? And we just don't flick the switch of it is actually ruining our lives and we laugh about it to make ourselves feel better about the fact that we're ruining our lives because that's easier. I had a feeling you'd ask me about that
2: and I was oh, thinking about it.
1: Uh, well, because I was thinking about it, like the answer, what the
2: answer would be. And at that point in my life, I've been arrested multiple times. I've been in fights I've had my head kicked in. I got in trouble in all kinds of places. I'd fallen out with family and it was still like, ha, like I just wrote this and everyone's like, Oh my God, that's so you like everything in there is like something that I'd done and alcohol so much, my identity that I built a career on a song about
0: alcohol. Yeah. So you'll have to write a new (laughs) one about like, um, drinking. Yeah. Tales and, Speaking the truth or something. <laughs> well, I was thinking about like, it. It's like, last night I told you, I
2: loved you, woke up and said, I love you because I meant it um, because I said it to you, so. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and then did you think, you know what? No, I'm not going to do that then. Yeah, the, I don't think there's going to be a big audience for that.
2: <laughs> but there, Wait, listen. there is a song called Sober on the new album, which is I wrote when I was two weeks sober. Oh, that's how I feel still. So, yeah. So, oh, the new
0: God.
2: album out? It should be coming out uh, November time, but everything's just a bit, who knows when you can get into a studio. Um, so, but
1: there's a lot, there's a lot of references to being sober on there. Brilliant. I'm glad you're spreading the word, Lucy. It needs yeah. people like you to, sure that it is cool because i think people do like you said before they think you're boring or it's uncool and it's i just think it's so good to have somebody like yourself that has such a platform to be able to say actually it's really cool and it can still be fun and amazing well my
2: mum my mum is uh I think she must be six months sober.
1: That was my next question. So Sorry, Alex, we're going to have to go into this because <laughs> that were the two questions, of uh, the fear, you and your mum, because my mum is sober too and she's like 18 months sober and it's been the best thing for me ever having my mum on the same journey. We laugh together. So how are you finding it with your mum? Yeah, amazing. Like we get on better than we ever have and...
2: Like Mother's Day, I sent her a big uh, dry drinker package. I think I sent her some beers and some wines. And yeah, I did. And uh, and I found this uh, Mother's Day card that it was like, um, you know those old-fashioned pictures and then it's got the quote underneath. And it was like, um, she, was, she was disgraced that the... Uh, the the present that her daughter had bought her this year and it was uh, in the picture she's holding a non-alcoholic wine Um, (laughs) that's brilliant and so it was really ironic because like I bought her a load of non-alcoholic wine for mother's (laughs) day and she loved it because it's great it's like that's another part of sobriety that I love is is discovering
0: all different kinds of non-alcoholic beverages
1: yeah definitely
0: I want to try that red wine that you had on your Instagram the other night with your dinner because it looked quite realistic that one. The red red wine, I'm like I'm like a bloody connoisseur now. I
2: swear to god, I'm like <laughs> obsessed. I love the beers. The one of the best um uh, flat tires is it called? I'll have to do a list to put on the no notes. Yeah, that would be great. Um but, but red red wine can be a bit fruity. Yeah, uh, that's the only problem with it. But I had a Chardonnay from the same company from the dry drinker. That when I do you ever you drink something and you're like, Oh, hang on a minute, and you've got to go and check the label. Oh, that's yeah, yeah. So the Chardonnay is like, I don't would never have drunk Chardonnay, but it tasted like oh, and their fizz they do a brute, um, I can't remember what they're called, but the, the champagne brute sort of one
1: was incredible. Oh, I might have to try that. I've not tried. Uh, get us that list yet. together, Lucy.
2: Dry drinker are delivering as well. I think it's uh, for hour delivery at the moment.
1: So, oh, brilliant! I bet adaptive. you don't drink as much, though. <laughs>
0: no, no. <laughs> <laughs> so we are shortly about to finish, but before we do, we've got you've got your new clothing line out. You told yeah. the people today there was twenty nine left because you've taken one for yourself. <laughs> Yeah, um, and you've got your tour hopefully going to be reinstated. You've got your um, album out. What else is going on, and how can people find you? Uh, you can find me on all the social media vibes
2: at L Um There's a lot going on, but the world is at a standstill right now. So I, I just am floating around, writing, and possibly taking some taking notes about this strange experience that's going on.
0: Brilliant. So get a
2: song out of this, Lucy, definitely. Oh. Ironically, again, on the last album, there's a song called The End of the World. So, Lucy,
1: don't say things like that. <laughs> I get freaked out by these things. It's not the end of the world. It's not the end of the
0: world. Oh. oh, it's been so lovely catching up with you. When this is all over, we'll have to get together in Manchester and get out with Siobhan again. I really want to go to the Oxford Road
2: uh brew dog in London. Oh yeah it's, oh. It's completely dry brew dog. It hasn't got any alcohol in it, so it's just so people in there. Yeah. Is that the one where
1: they
0: had karaoke that night? Yes.
1: Yes, yes that would be good. We're hopefully
0: gonna go down to London after this to sober Dave's event. So we'll give you a shout and maybe we can all the four of us can go down together and we can go and make a special stop off at brewdog. That would be amazing. Give me a shout. Thanks very much for having me on. Oh, thank you lucy Thank oh, you. I will see you later. See you later. Bye.